listening to the Woman of Strength podcast for the purpose-driven woman who has a yearning deep in her soul to serve the world. Presented to you by Ange Wilcock, creator of Evolutionary Model of Well-Being, Mindfulness-Based Storytelling, and The Raw Woman Project. A businesswoman on a mission for every human on the earth to feel enough. So welcome to Women of Strength and our stories are all about being authentic. It's not about being professional because when we live in that place of authenticity, we are professional. And so I have some amazing guests and one of my guests today is the beautiful Tammy Gunwall. So welcome, Tammy. Thank you for having me. Yeah, thank you. And Tammy has such a powerful story to tell. And I just want to tell you a little bit more about Tammy. And, and this is part of Tammy's bio. And Tammy says that she spent a lifetime working through adversity. And as a child, Tammy suffered in silence as she hid years of sexual abuse at the hands of her stepfather. And as a young adult, she ran into a marriage at the age of 19, only to be met with infidelity, physical and emotional abuse from an alcoholic husband and eventually divorce. And Tammy later struggled as a single mom working to support her two children while also trying to build her life. And throughout her years, Tammy often struggled with the stigmas of society that taught her and other young women to, taste, to stay small, keep quiet and be pretty. And what I love is that Tammy goes on to say, and I was just talking to Tammy off air about this and that she needs to put this into a quote because for me it's so, so powerful. It touches my heart. Tammy believes that everyone has a story to tell and each story is as beautiful and unique as our individual fingerprints. Wow, Tammy, that is just so, so beautiful. I, I love it. So is that something you read or does that come from your heart or? A little bit of both. Um, I think I've read something similar um, over the years, um, but it really resonates with me. I think I spent so many years um, kind of keeping what I was going through in internally that um, it took a lot of years to kind of process and heal from all of that. And I think what I, what one of the big things that came from that for me was um, that we as women tend to keep small and keep quiet and keep our stories to ourselves. And yet if we just um, shared with each other, our stories, I mean, because everything is as individuals, our own fingerprint at the same time, we connect and resonate and that it's just so critical and that we connect through story. And, um, it's just, I think it just, um, it has really um, brought forward to me in my lifetime at this moment that particular statement just uh, really is strong with my heart right now. Yeah, I, I can feel it. It's, it's, it's incredible, absolutely incredible. Now, this is, you know, our story is all about being strong women and women of strength. So 
where did your journey start in becoming this, this strong, independent, courageous woman that we see before us today? Thank you for that. Um, you know, I'm going to first be honest. One of the things that I remember is uh, growing up, everybody always used to tell me how strong I was. And I very much, um, uh, it, I, 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 um, I used to get very upset by that. Like that was a bad word for me. Um, I knew I was strong because I always put up a front and, and people thought that was my strength. And so, um, I always resented that in the, when I was younger, as I've grown and worked through, um, my own personal adversities, um, I see strong as a completely different um, persona and strong isn't about being strong uh, and looking strong and putting out that front and looking happy. It's about being open and honest with yourself and, and your struggles and being real and authentic. Um, like you said, that's strong. And the more that I have grown through my struggles and worked through, um, you know, healing, um, that's when I feel the strongest is when I am healthy and um, being able to communicate my story, not only just for me, but um, to support and help other women. Because what I found is that we share is when we realize how many of us have gone through these struggles mm -hmm. together. So, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And so during that journey that you've had um, growing up, you know, with, with the sexual abuse and everything that's happened to you, what was, what was the one thing that kept you going? You know, you said you put up a front. What, what was behind that front that kept pushing you forward? Well, there's a lot of things. Um, my own personal struggles. Um, you know, you look back on how you handle things and you just have, as a young girl, I just handled it the best way I could. But um, what always, I guess, propelled me forward was um, I, my family, um, I had a different way of looking at it. I was trying to protect my family. I didn't want to, I thought if, the truth came out, it was going to ruin my family and um, my mother. And, uh, you know, it was would destroy where we are as a family unit. Um, but, you know, it was just surviving. It's a kind of a survival mechanism when you're going through that. Um, uh, and I always had, I, I still was a happy kid, but I just had a lot of things I was working through. Um, yeah. Yeah. Wow. And so you you were showing that that strength as a young child, like protecting your family already at that at that yeah that young age. Wow. That that's yeah quite incredible. And so, where did you learn how to be so strong? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> you know, well, here, I'll be honest. I believe it's God-given strength. I know it has learned. I think um, um, I've always had a level of empathy and love and, um, you know, just a will, a strong will. 
Um, and, you know, I didn't, everybody handles, I think, especially sexual abuse. Um, you, when you're in it, you handle it differently. And, um, I, you know, there were times where I didn't feel like I was strong. But when I looked back on it, um, it was a day-to-day -day struggle for a good um, decade of my life. So how can you not be strong in that, right? When I look back. Um, but yeah, I think uh, it's just, uh, I really do believe it's a trait that God gives us to survive, you know, because uh, we all have a purpose. And I believe everything, you know, happens for a reason or to carry on your purpose. And where I am today in my life, I wouldn't be. So I've always thought that all of the things that I've been through, I wouldn't change for anything because my experiences have made me who I am. Yeah. And um, as you continue to go through adversities, things get a little easier because it takes you back and you can see a little bit more perspective, I feel. Yeah. Um, you grow a lot through adversity. So I don't wish adversity on anyone, but um, there's usually a reason behind it. And of course, you don't always see the, the silver lining until you've been through it. But Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So what would you say to other women out there that may still be holding on to this, you know, this experience that they've had and they haven't been able to tell anyone because they're protecting others? What, what advice or what words of wisdom would you pass on to them? Well, I think first is just love and support. Um, uh, no judgment because I've been there and, you know, we all do it on our own time mm -hmm. and when we're ready. Um, and is uh, and I'm still growing through this process, even, you know, years, 30 years plus years later. Um so really just uh, love and support and just know that there are other women out there. Um, and I also, one of the things I believe for me personally, uh, when I was going through that, um, I always felt like um, I wanted to help protect others yeah. um, while I was going through that. So for some reason in my mind, I felt like if, uh, if it was happening to me, it must not be happening to everybody else. Like it's just me here. If I didn't tell anybody, it wouldn't hurt my family. And in the end, um, it was happening to others. And it did end up hurting my family, but it wasn't my fault. No. And the only one who and the only one who actually wins is the perpetrator who can continue to go on in life, um, you know, with with it nodding out there. And and uh, there's so much support nowadays um, for women, and I just feel very strongly about encouraging um, women to come out when they're ready, um, because in in the long run, it's going to be so much better. It's like a um, a heavy weight has been lifted. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And so, so what was it that happened for you to for you to come out and to let the world know this is what's been happening in your life? It was a long process, <laughs> um, but I tried so many years to kind of suppress it. And obviously, in my bio, I talk about how I kind of ran off 
early age and got married, yeah. which I think is, um, is a tribute to my childhood. Um, I was just wanting to get out of there. And um, what I end up happening is when you really suppress some, some things, you end up having kind of that post-traumatic stress where it was years later when I thought everything was fine and all of these set memories started just coming up and I started having panic attacks and I was having depression and I was losing weight and I couldn't figure out why it was because my body said, we're done holding on to this. It needs to be released. So it wasn't really my choice. Yeah. <laughs> my, it was my body saying it was time. And so it was through um, a lot of healing, a lot of counseling, um, a lot of love and support that uh, I slowly started going through the healing process, um, communicating my story. And I found that the more I spoke about it outwardly, because I'd spent so many years holding it in, that it was like this, it was every time I said anything and released anything, it was uh, being released from my heart. And yeah, so that I think um, that's, yeah, that has been the biggest help for me. So that's why I encourage, I would encourage other women to do that as well. Yeah. And so how does your body respond today now that you've released that? It, you know, health wise and everything. Well, I've had a, another other health scares, but for the most part, I feel healthy, um, happy. And actually, um, in my later, in most recent years, I have um, but had a drive to become a life coach. I just feel this passion, not only now that I can lift that from my own heart and my own um, body, the healing process, but I just feel so adamantly and passionately about being able to help women, not, not even necessarily with just sexual abuse, but just in any um, struggle that we as women um, encounter to be able to encourage and empower each other and, um, and support each other. So that's kind of my new avenue because I feel so strongly about that. But yeah, yeah I, I can feel that from you. And yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And so throughout your healing journey, what's been your greatest challenge? Um, I think we are probably our biggest um, critic and um, I think I'm really hard on myself sometimes. And so I think the hardest thing for me has just been the judgment I placed on myself through my healing process, how I handled things, how I could have handled things, how things would be different, um, you know, but you can't go back and look at the past that way. Um, we all handle um, adversity and struggles differently in the, in the midst of everything. And um, I was a young girl just learning to survive and be strong in the moment. So um, I'd say being my strongest, hardest critic is probably the, the hardest part for me through all that. Yeah. And how, how does that critic show up? What, what does it do? How does it show up for you? Uh, <laughs> when does it not show up? <laughs> um, I am a perfectionist. Uh, I would say I'm a perfectionist. And so um, when I'm hardest on myself is when I, I'm trying to be too perfect. Yeah. And that's when I remind myself life isn't perfect. Nobody is perfect. 
Um, I can't expect others to be perfect and especially um, myself, but that's where it shows up probably the most. Yeah. Yeah, and, and that's and I and I found through speaking with you know really strong women, perfection is is this thing that's you know keeps driving us, but it pulls us back too. And that's for me, that's why it's so important doing um, these amazing interviews with these beautiful women is to be clear about it's not about being polished. It's it's not about um, anything other than being authentic. You know, for me. Um, I know what it's like to be a perfectionist and I have to remind myself every day because my inner critic's much the same and even doing these interviews, you know, I don't look at the camera, I, I love looking at you and, but I'm aware that my eyes are all over the place and it's like, that's me, that's who I am and, and right. so when we become too critical of ourselves, we, 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 it stops us in our tracks. So... If something stops you in your tracks, how do you find the momentum to get going again? Well, I, I really, at least now, um, I really try just to keep positive. Uh, I, I really focus on um, a positive perspective, even when I'm frustrated. Um, keeping motivated through um, um, journaling and prayer and, you know, things that speak to me, whether that's uh, music or, or um, uh, motivational speakers or uh, books that I find um, that's just part of my life. And I feel like those are the things that keep me going. I mean, there are times where I've been on my knees, you know, as I'm sure many women have been, and you just think you can't go on. Um, and usually when you're hitting rock bottom is um, when you can allow that quiet to hear that support that you need, whether, like I said, through uh, the written word or music or prayer, um, that's really what's kind of kept me going. Yeah. In cool. those hardest times. Yeah. yeah. And so... What's something that makes you laugh out loud? Something that excites you and, and just, you know, what is that? Laugh out loud? Well, my kids. Yeah. <laughs> um, I have four great kids and, um, and my youngest, so he's five, so he keeps, or six now, but um, keeps me young. And um, what really, I don't know about the adventures, really um, my soul-seeking, truthful, truth-telling women friends that I have is really what also lights me up because um, we all need each other, yeah. you know, um, love that. And, uh, and, my, and good music when I get a really good sign that just, you know, yeah. lights me up, so... So do you, do you boogie and dance around? And yeah, I do. Yeah. <laughs> Music is is amazing for the soul, isn't it? It brings us alive. It really lights it us is. up and you just want to yeah. move to it and, yeah. I definitely have a uh, soundtrack, in, you know, in all my music that I have, you know, obviously for working out or what, but I have, um, like, hope. 
I actually have one called, titled Hope. And it's just all those songs that really just get me going and get me excited and fill me up. So um, yeah, whenever I'm in that, I, I that's what I where I go to. Yeah, and we all have our favorite song. Like mine's um, India Ari. I don't know if you've heard of her, and it's Just Do You, and it's just amazing. The lyrics from that are just, I, I can just be dancing around everywhere and just singing it. And yeah, so, so music is. I, I, I usually catch myself in the car and people, are, I'm dancing and people yeah. are my looking at me funny. <laughs> Yeah, it is just being you, isn't it? You're just being you. That's how you're feeling right there and then. And that's, yeah, amazing. Now I'm going to ask you one of my um, tribe's questions. And let's see. Gosh. So what's kept you going when challenges threaten to take you off your path? So what keeps you going? Um, really, um, uh, the motivation and drive, I think for myself, if it depends, you know, depending on what it is, um, um, it's a, it's that fight or flight kind of deal. I just feel, um, when I'm really passionate about something, um, nothing really if if there ends up being a detour a temporary detour I just um if I believe with my whole heart that this is the direction I'm gonna go I just I have that fight it's just a fight in me um, that kind of just keeps me pushing on yeah and again, I think touching on um just uh staying in motivation mode and 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 allow only allowing only motivational positive words and inspiration around me to kind of keep me focused and keep me going on rather than wallowing or getting depressed and getting sidetracked in that is yeah. really I think what me moving forward yeah and so do, do you allow yourself those days where you can be in that sort of dark black mood or do you keep pushing yourself out of it I think it wouldn't be healthy if we didn't no. I mean I think there's a fine line between wallowing and allowing it to take you down too far and I'm not going to say I haven't been through that because I have yeah um I I will agree I do believe that yeah sometimes I have just tried to push through something and what has ended up happening is I can talk back to the sexual abuse is that if you don't allow yourself to really feel it even the the sorrowful and the painful parts it's going to kind of come back to bite you later. Um, so I do believe that there is um, a big importance in, in, in dealing with that in the moment and your feelings and maybe sitting with that for a while is just as long as you can find that fine line of when it's going to be too long, when yeah. it's too long within that. Um, because there's, um, there's truth and knowledge in, in being there and being in the moment too. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And and life is all about balance, isn't it? You know, we there, there's you know, there's good and bad and up and down and right and wrong and it is all about balance. And I think sometimes when people say I feel out of balance, I always ask that question, what's the feeling that you're not acknowledging? 
because it's usually something that we're trying to push away, but we're not actually pushing it away. Like you said, we're pushing it down and then it manifests itself in, you know, ill health or, or something's happening in our body. I mean, that's, yeah, like you, that's definitely been my experience that I'd always felt that I didn't have a stressful life and then I ended up with an autoimmune disease, which is, you know, a lot of contributed to a lot of stress in my life, but I didn't feel stressed. But a lot of it was pushing down the emotions that I hadn't dealt with, you know, through my childhood. And so, um, yeah, and I think the body is amazing because when we don't listen to the heart or we don't listen to the mind or our intuition which is something that guides us through life the body shouts and screams at us and then we have to take notice so for you what it what are the subtle things that are your cue to say oh there's something here i need to look at um, my intuition, that gut feeling, um, sometimes it's a sickness. It comes on as an upset stomach or a headache or what, but, um, it's that gut feeling. Yeah. I don't know. And I can, I could try to explain it, but I think that that just says it the best. Yeah. Uh, there have been so many times in my life where I have opted to not listen to that gut feeling. And when I look back at it later, I'm, I've said, I've, I knew it. I knew it all along. I knew that at that moment, and I chose not to listen. So I'm working on that as I'm older now. <laughs> um, to trust that, because it really is, it really does, I believe, it's there for a reason. Yeah, yeah. And do you feel that fear plays a role in when we choose not to listen to our intuition or that gut feeling? Absolutely. Fear, mm. the fear of, well, fear. I think the fear is the basis of all, every, of all of it, right? Um, you know, fear of being wrong, fear of hurting others, fear of, I mean, so many different things, um, fear of being hurt. Um, yeah, so I just, um, I'd say absolutely. But the fear is the basis of all evil. <laughs> yeah. 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 And so how, how do you remain authentic and remain true to yourself? Because when we, we know that we deal with fear, you know, fear, fear of rejection, that feeling of not being enough every single day of our lives. So yeah. if you had to give some advice to women out there, because we all experience it, every human experiences it, how do we remain true to us? What, what is it that you do that keeps you in that place? I think it's um, allowing yourself the time to um, um, to circle back all that, you know, um, to stay real and stay in that place. I, I, I spend a lot of time reflecting on that daily. And I don't want to overwhelm women when I say that, like it has to be this major practice. But, um, you know, it, it really comes down to that gut feeling. If you're walking into a situation, at least for me, and it doesn't feel authentic, or I feel like I'm instantly wanting to become somebody I'm not. Yeah. Um, I try to really take hold of that feeling and um, that gut feeling that I have, or maybe that awkward or um, fearful feeling I'm having, mm -hmm. and try to stay, you know, take a step back. 
So I don't want to say I hide from situations, but I definitely know you start to learn uh, where it is. You know, I, I don't put myself in, don't always try to put myself in situations or in groups that I might uh, uh, push my boundaries a little bit. But, um, you know, I will say no one's perfect. So I still struggle with that. Um, but I also work daily in my own personal life, but also in my business to help other women uh, to live authentically. So I think that's part of what keeps it real for me. And I'm passionate about that. And I think also having lived a life where I just tried to be what everybody else wanted me to be. Yeah. Um, that that's why it's so, so much in the forefront for me to today to really stay authentic because yeah. I'm just place in my life personally. So circling back once in a while, I'm kind of doing that personal check-in yeah. and uh, not trying to put myself in positions where I might, you know, if be led down that path of inauthenticity. Yeah. As yeah. I can. Yeah. And because be, being authentic, I've, I always see authenticity as that whatever our, our role is in life in terms of, of the job we may do, the, the relationships that we may be in, the parent that we are, it's about being honest. It's about saying, actually, I'm having a bad day today or I made a bad decision or I, you know, I could have made a different choice. And because we see lots of coaches um, and women in business out there and they appear to have this wonderful life. They have all their life together. It looks, but actually that's not that's not real because as women or as human beings, we never have all our stuff. We all our ducks are never in a row. No. And and I and it's what I love about the women that have reached out and said, hey, I want to share my story with other women too because everyone that I've, you know, interviewed so far is very much, you know, using those words like you. I still struggle. I have good days. I have bad days. You know, I'm still struggling. I, I'm still healing, but I'm helping. You know, I'm supporting. I'm helping. I'm being authentic. And, and I love that because... That, to me, is what being authentic is. You know, you're being real. You're saying, hey, I, I've got some amazing skills and abilities, but I'm also still learning and still growing. Yeah. So, yeah. Well, and I think that that's where I'm at in this, in this journey is that, you know, if we just all realize that we all have struggles and we stop trying to be perfect yeah. And um, stop to realize that no one's perfect and that we're all still healing or working through. And, you know, we're all going to go through those. Who yeah. wants to hire a life coach who's who's got the perfect life yeah. telling you how you're going to manage through some of these struggles? Yeah. So I'm not I'm even an expert because I've struggled, but I yeah. all empathize, you know, where we've all your struggle might be different than mine. Um, but we have a bond um, and struggles. Um, did I? Did we get disconnected? Yeah. It, yeah. It went. Went. Yeah. It looked like we lost signal there. So. Oh. <laughs> That's okay. So 
And I think we got the gist of what, you know, you were saying what it is to be authentic and that, you know, we are real women. That That's the thing. We are real women. And, and I know that when I look at the women who inspire me, I see them as real women. I don't see them as women on a pedestal and, oh, my goodness, I'd love to be like that. I look at them and I go, what can I learn from you? Because you will have the same struggles as me. You know, you'll, you'll have the struggles as a parent. You'll have the struggles as a businesswoman. You'll have the struggles with your weight, how you look at yourself. Um, and and I, just, I just love connecting with those women. So who, who inspires you? Well, um, geez, so many people do. Um, some of my dearest, closest friends and, and family, um, uh, inspire me, but as, uh, women, as I've gone through this growing in this journey, um, my own personal life coach and trainer and mentor, um, she helped me and just, uh, I found some, um, Holly Girth is one. Um, I just find her her stories to be um, very powerful. Um, uh, Glenn and Doyle Melton, which I don't know if you've heard of her, but she's no. huge here. And, um, just that she has struggled through a lot in her life, and um, she is coming, you know, just free and open and, and sharing her story. So her. I found her, she was just a mom with a blog, what started out, and she's now written a couple of books. But um, I just, she's out always helping to um, empower and, and uh, other women and um, just tell her story that life has not been perfect. Yeah. And that's okay. Um, and that sharing your story is important, and that has really resonated with me. Um, yeah. It's kind of part of my current journey, you know, sharing my story to help others open up and share their stories. You know? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Because when we look at all those people that inspire us and we read this, their stories, we're like, wow, that's, I can relate to that, you know, and, and they, got to, they got to where they are today. What, what do you think is that commonality between who we are as women of strength and being strong women um, to those to those women say if we look at people like you know Oprah Winfrey who a lot of women admire what do you think is that commonality that thread that runs through us all authenticity and yeah. just being real with yourself I think um, you know obviously Oprah has been very um, well known and in the forefront um, but she has to struggle through adversity. She also dealt with uh, sexual abuse when she was younger. And, you know, um, again, I wouldn't w wish that on anyone, but those things are, uh, you know, she's not perfect. She doesn't live the perfect life either. And um, it's that inner strength. It's being able to um, rise above, I guess. And we all have that. We all have the capabilities to do that. So. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And so what do you love about being a woman? Everything. <laughs> um, it's a sisterhood. I love the sisterhood. Yeah. Because I truly believe that that's, um, 
that um, our counterparts don't really have what we have there. And um, yeah, this is the support. Um, and I believe we just have a strength like no other. Um, myself, but all the women I see around me, mm. uh, I think, you know, God gave us that ability as women and mothers um, to mother and nurture and, um, and give life and, and share life with each other. So, I mean, who would, who wouldn't love that? So, yeah. I don't yeah, absolutely, absolutely. And so tell me, if women wanted to get in touch with you, how could they do that? Well, um, I do have a company called Patina Inspired Life. It's a life coaching um, and um, creative mentorship company. Um, well, it's my website. So if you ever went to patinainspiredlife.com, it could uh, find me. Um, I do write a blog there that you, you'd be able to find there. Um, tells a little bit about my story and I can connect with people um, on a one-on-one -on -one level and I'm working to do some workshops as well that I'm going to incorporate but um, or they could come see me through Facebook or um, um, Instagram Pinterest social media so yeah great okay that's fantastic because I'm sure there are going to be women out there who really would love to connect you know, with you um, and that really do connect your story. So, yeah. So just one last, last question around one last nugget. What piece of advice would you give any woman out there who are going through a struggle at the moment and just need to move forward? What would be one little gem that you could leave them with? Um, well, you know, I believe it's all baby steps. It's just taking that first step. It's just one day at a time and taking that next right step for you. Um, to tell you how to, how to handle your adversity or what the next step is, that's, I can't tell you what that is. Only you know that. But really listening to that gut feeling um, and just taking that right next step for you. Um, re and maybe reaching out to a support system, finding a support system. And if you don't feel that you've had that right immediately around you, there's so many um, opportunities out there to connect with others that might be going through the same that you are and uh, to reach out and try to find that extra support. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you so much for that because that connection is, is crucial to us as women, isn't it, to be able to, to find a tribe that we connect to, that we, be, we feel we belong to, to be able to share and, and step up and step into our, our power and our greatness. So, yeah. yeah. Well, if you, there are, you know, there's so many times we all feel so alone. Um, yeah. You feel like you're the only one. And, um, you know, definitely your struggles are real and personal, but um, there's almost always somebody else out there that who has gone through, going through or gone through that same struggle. And just being able to share um, sometimes is all you need to do at that moment um, to find that 
a little peace of mind or connection. So I would recommend looking for that. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you so much for your time and, and your courage and you know, such, such a powerful story. And yeah, I'm, I'm so grateful that we've connected. So thank you very much. Yeah, me too. Thank you so much. Yes, it was, it was my pleasure. Thank you. Thank you for listening to the Women of Strength podcast. Please feel free to share the word with the women of strength in your life. For more information, go to angewilcock.com slash enough said.